0: Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca. Before the clear- Course in Miracles podcast, lesson 47. God is the strength in which I trust. This is the last of the God is lessons. 42, 43, 45, 46, and 47. It might be 43. I can't, call, I can't recall. Google it, and these are just the God is lessons as I refer to them. So God is the strength in which I trust. If you are trusting in your own strength, you have every reason to be apprehensive, anxious, and fearful. What can you predict or control? What is there in you that can be counted on? What would give you the ability to be aware of all the facets of any problem and to resolve them in such a way that only good can come of it? What is there in you that gives you the recognition of the right solution and the guarantee that it will be accomplished? Of yourself, you can do none of these things. To believe that you can is to put your trust where trust is unwarranted and to justify fear, anxiety, depression, anger, and sorrow. Who can put his faith in weakness and feel safe? Who can put his faith in strength and feel weak? Yet, who can put his faith in strength and feel weak? God is your safety in every circumstance. His voice speaks for him in all situations and in every aspect of all situations, telling you exactly what to do to call upon his strength and his protection. I'll read that again. His voice speaks for him in all situations and in every aspect of all situations, telling you exactly what to do to call upon his strength and his protection. So this is a common thing in the 12-step programs. You're constantly reminding yourself throughout the day, thy will be done. Thy will be done. Your will, not mine, be done. Thy will be done. Today, we will try to reach past your own weakness to the source of real strength. Four or five-minute practice periods are necessary today, and longer and more frequent ones are urged. So we're ramping up a little bit. We kind of backed off, and now we're ramping back up. Close your eyes and begin, as usual, by repeating the idea for the day. Then spend a minute or two in searching for situations in your life which you have invested with fear dismissing each one by telling yourself, God is the strength in which I trust. So what would be a common example? Money. Right? People, so many people have financial fear. Surrender it to God. Let God be the strength in which you trust. And if I didn't see examples of this stuff working, or if I didn't see examples of this stuff working in people's lives every single flippin' day, I'd be much less inclined to believe in God. But when you access God through some structure or some sort of program or some you know, thought-adjusting course, you do start to see things that you can, in fact, measure, right? Now try to slip past all concerns related to your own sense of inadequacy. It is obvious that any situation that causes you concern is associated with feelings of of inadequacy, for otherwise you would believe that you could deal with the situation successfully. It is not by trusting yourself that you will gain confidence, but the strength of God in you is successful in all things." The recognition of your own frailty is a necessary step in the correction of your errors. So that would be like step one of the 12 steps. We admitted we were powerless and that our lives had become unmanageable. We are, we are admitting complete frailty, right? Right? So the recognition of your own frailty is a necessary step in the correction of your errors, but it is hardly a sufficient one in giving you the confidence which you need and to which you are entitled. You must also gain an awareness that confidence in your real strength is fully justified in any respect and in all circumstances. So the real strength is strength coming from God. This is one of my favorite parts in the entire course. In the latter phase of the practice period, Try to reach down into your mind to a place of real safety. You will recognize that you have reached it if you feel a sense of deep peace. However briefly, let go all the trivial things that churn and bubble on the surface of your mind and reach down and below them to the kingdom of heaven. There is a place in you where there is perfect peace. There is a place in you where nothing is impossible. There is a place in you where the strength of God abides. During the day, repeat the idea often. Use it as your answer to any disturbance. Remember that peace is your right because you are giving your trust to the strength of God. Now, as we go back to yesterday's lesson, God is the love in which I forgive. So now we're talking about God is the strength in which you trust. So as we're, the, it's like one, just like the 12 steps, one step builds on, on top of the one previous. Same with this stuff. Right, so God is the love in which I forgive, because I have started to take on forgiveness as a way of life, as part of this atonement. Right, this return, this interlocking chain of forgiveness that is the atonement. Because of my willingness to forgive, I am now sort of earning or gaining or gathering God as the strength in which I trust. So God, I'm, I can trust God more because I'm doing more of what God wants. One of the things that God wants me to do is forgive, right? And so we're, we're continuing with the undoing of our thinking. We're continuing with the undoing of the illusion. Um, and I'm not sure when, the, when section two of the course begins, um, but we've, we're, we're going to have a review period here. And then eventually after we've undone, we will start redoing. So it's like building you down to build you back up, tearing you down to build you back up, just like the spiritual warriors that we are. So that's when you when you become a warrior, they break you down and then they build you back up and they tear you down and they build you back up. And there is something... Profoundly spiritual in soldiering, I believe for certain people right um, certainly not all I think some soldiers are just psychos or have all kinds of so, all kinds of unhealed stuff, and so now they have a gun and that gives them meaning um, there are however certain like actually my downstairs neighbor he's a he's like a twenty 27 year old, uh, Los Angeles firefighter in training. And he's just the, he's just like the nicest guy. He's just married to, he's, he's got a little baby and he's, he's, you know, him and his wife have this, he's probably, baby's probably like a year old and he's just this really happy, chill baby. And they're just good people. And this is just, this is just a good, he's just a good, a good human being. You can just tell by talking to him that he is good. And when I asked him about, you know, why did you want to be a firefighter? His, I, his, his response was, I just, I just want to help people. I just want to be of service. So this is a human being who exists with a fundamental baseline willingness to lay his life down for others. Now, a firefighter is different from a soldier. I get that, but there is a, a spiritual, Uh, significance at play there or something of enormous spiritual merit at play there, as is there with us when we apply these lessons in our daily lives. And I think as I've mentioned before, like you will be tested. You start working this stuff and you bet your ass uh, circumstances are going to arise that your ego perceives as less than favorable or disadvantageous. Is that a word? You get what I'm saying? So do your best, keep showing up, you know, maybe you don't download for a couple days in a row and then you got to maybe just do three or four of them in a row while you're in the car. And even though you're not supposed to do that, you do it anyway, so long as you're doing your best. So it's just not recommended that you do more than one in a day. Thanks again. I will talk to you tomorrow. God is the strength in which you trust. Bye-bye.